Welcome to Your Week, Your News. It's a Clarksville Now original podcast and also a show on WNZE. So if you're hearing it on WNZE, don't freak out and go, what the heck's going on? Uh, It's the podcast where we break down the biggest news stories in Clarksville from this past week. My name is Ryan Pluckelman, and I'm happy to report that when I'm not here, these things don't happen because no one else knows how to work all the stuff. That's what I bring to the table. I know how to work all the stuff. Um, I'm here over there as the editor-in-chief of uh, ClarksvilleNow.com and a man who knows not how to record audio. Oh, I have no idea. At all. Chris Smith. That's right. I can can record on my iPhone. (laughs) <laughs> and uh you know back in the day i knew how to record on cassette tapes Ooh, yeah, yeah. when it comes yeah. to digital recording chris is like i got nothing i got nothing I so so last weekend i wasn't here um chris was gonna have christian do it and they both sat in chris's office and chris brought one of his kids because his kids are older now it was the it was the old fisher price recorder with the little microphone attached yeah. to it and so he passes me the audio and goes hey can you can you put this on on the interwebs mm-hmm. and i said grandpa I can't transfer a cassette to digital. Mm. It's going to sound horrible. So it's pretty much just Chris going like, <laughs> it was horrible. You know, people are going to think that's a real story. Is it not? It's not true at all. <laughs> that is not true at all. Lies. Well, I'm happy Lies to be back. and slander. Yes. And uh, we got to break down some some big news stories. Yeah. Yeah. So um, had an interesting uh, little kerfuffle uh, recently. With kerfuffle. Kerfuffle. That may be the word of this oh, episode. Oh, is that the word of the day? Kerfuffle. <laughs> These things come out of What me. was the I'm word sorry. that you got that, that Buck Dellinger's oh, wife was uh, laughing at? Uh, rigmarole. Rigmarole. So we go rigmarole, <laughs> kerfuffle. All right, so there's a little kerfuffle. I'm not sure where these words come from. You're a ma- I, just, well, I know where they come from. You're a massive word person yeah. and a massive dork. When you take <laughs> a word guy and he's a dork, you get yeah. words like kerfuffle. Yeah, you know, actually, I have a confession to make. Okay. I have no idea how to spell kerfuffle. Uh, yeah, I, I would have to, to run that through spell check. I'm not sure about kerfuffle. I'm going to text I know it. it's a word. I'm going to text it to you right now because that's the only way I can figure out how to make, make spell check. <laughs> Cur- all right, all right. So uh, while Ryan is texting, we'll talk about some uh, controversy that have brewed up at the... Um, no replacements found. That's how far off I am on kerfuffle. Maybe I'm making up the word. I think you're making up the word. <laughs> Well, we'll Carry find on. out. Carry um, so the, uh, at the county commission, uh, there was a bit of a, a thing that struck a lot of people as odd came up recently. Mm-hmm. Um, a county commissioner put forward a resolution to allow county commissioners to get full-time health insurance benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, um, county employees uh, have the option of taking full-time health insurance. Yeah. Um, and uh, county commissioners, they do receive pay for their county commission work. Um, whether they're really considered county employees, I guess, is a debatable thing. Yeah. Um, I guess they are in a way. But, yeah. um, you know, it's an elected position. Right. Um, it's temporary elected position, theoretically. Right. right. And um, so this will give them access to, uh, to full-time health insurance. Now, a lot of other counties do this. Um, one thing that they can do, and there's one commissioner who does this, is you can get the um, county health insurance at 100%. Instead of the county paying 85%, which is what full-time employees get. Okay. So you can opt in at 100%, which is, for some people, that's advantageous. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so uh, Commissioner Knight uh, proposed that they get access to full-time health insurance benefits. I can understand why. My wife, working for the school system, is a county employee, so she Mm -hmm. gets um, county benefits. Those those benefits that 
you know, Knight was like, oh man, I got to have some of these in my life. And I will tell you that here at five star, we have great benefits. Mm -hmm. But when, you know, my wife started working for CMCSS and she brought that packet home, I'm like, oh, yep. Those are way better. Yeah. They're really, really good benefits. And so I can see why it'd be like, man, I really like to have these instead of the ones my employer offers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My wife works for the state and we, um, we just jumped right on the state benefits as soon as it was available. So it's a good Benny's folks. Not saying five star doesn't give good Benny's. They give great Benny's. They do, but you can't compare with the County and the city and the state. Um, so the, uh, the one of the problems, though, and uh, Commissioner Gannon brought this up, the you know sort of uh, outlandish um, uh, related issue is the part time employees of Montgomery County don't get health benefits. They don't even have access to health benefits. So, so basically, what was going on was, hey, listen, we're considered part time employees. If we are, if we are going to call county commissioners county employees, mm. and that's a discussion for another podcast. You could just have a whole podcast that would just discuss yeah. that. Right. So we won't discuss that. So we're just going to say right. that they are. Let's just say that they are. That's not Chris and I's opinion on it, but let's for the sake of for argument. The sake of argument. Yeah. Let's just say that county commissioners technically are county employees. Mm-hmm. Well, they're part time. Because right. they're not putting in forty plus or, right. or whatever. I mean, they may they may argue that they are with town oh, halls. I can guarantee and- you, some of them only put in two hours a <laughs> m- two hours a month. Informal meeting, formal meeting, done. Now, a lot of them do work hard. A lot of them go to the committee meetings and, and are involved, you know, and, and answer phone calls and emails from their constituents all day long. There's probably some of them that put in, you know, maybe thirty or forty hours a week on their county commissioner duties. But there's also a lot of them who go to two meetings a month. So let's just make it, we'll, we'll, we'll split the difference. Two hours and 40 hours, <laughs> difference being 20 hours. That's still part-time. Okay. We'll say it averages out to 20. Yeah, so it's still part-time. And so I, I think it's one of those things where the optics looks horrible. Oh, right? Yeah. So County Commissioner Jason Knight's like, listen, I'd love to get some of them sweet well, Moco Bennies. <laughs> let, let me stop you there because he... Act- Two two things. One, he um, gets military benefits, so okay, he, he, he doesn't need okay. them. He is okay. All right. The other thing is it wouldn't take effect for like another two years. Okay. So theoretically, anybody voting for it um, won't be in office when this is uh, goes through, except for Joe Creek. Okay, good. <laughs> throw that. Throw Joe that. Creek has, has been a county commissioner <laughs> for forty years, and he'll be a county commissioner for another forty yeah. years. So, but but no. So theoretically, right. they they're not doing this for themselves. Right. They're doing this for the next roster of county right because they're thinking hey wouldn't it be nice for the future county commissioners mm-hmm. to get some of them sweet moco bennies yeah and then what it came off as was you guys are part-time mm-hmm. and you're not advocating for every part-time montgomery county employee to have access to benefits that kind of seems like a yeah good for us but not good for everybody else situation yeah, and, and the argument that uh, Knight was making was, well, maybe this will encourage more people to run for county commission. Good point. Because we had a lot of commission races that were on the ballot last time around where there was no candidates until right before the election. And in a lot of cases, there was only one candidate. I think more, more than half of the seats was only one candidate running. And that's not healthy. But but even if that is the thing, why aren't part-time employees getting... And why aren't they being considered for the health benefits? Because regardless of whether this That's is a why. good idea yeah. or a bad idea, yeah. the optics are terrible. Right. right. And so bad I, optics, really bad. I, I get it. And and honestly, that's a good point by by Jason Knight. Like, listen, maybe this is something that would get more people involved mm-hmm. if they knew this was an option for them. Maybe folks that are kind of on the fence because, you know, let's face it, it's time if you do it right 
Mm-hmm. And you don't get paid that much. Let's right. not pretend the county commissioners are rolling in, in you know, Mercedes Benz paid for right. by the Montgomery right. County taxpayers. It's it's a part time salary. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I perfectly I get what he's saying. He's yeah. more than just astronomy pictures, folks. He's got some good ideas. <laughs> um, but no, I think that's a great a great a great idea for why to present it. But it just didn't come off that no, way. Not when you've got all these county, all these part-time employees who aren't getting these benefits. Part-time employees in Montgomery County used to get uh, benefits, and really? about five years ago, those benefits were taken away. Yeah, from the part-time employees. Okay, you know, we've created a little, this, little soon. Yeah, I mean, what we have created in America a system where your access to health insurance, mm-hmm. and you don't have health care unless you have health insurance, right? Your access to health care comes through your employer. Right. And if a company is going to say, okay, we're only going to, we're not going to give um, health insurance to our part-time employees, only our full-time employees. And then by the way, hire more part-time employees because they're less expensive than right. full-time employees. Right. right. Well, then we end up in a situation like this where you could argue, well, this person needs health insurance and this person needs, needs health insurance. We all need health insurance. But we set right. up a system in America where your employer is the one who's responsible for doing it. Right. So if your employer is responsible for doing it, then all employers should give health insurance to all employees. Should offer it. And if you don't like that, well, then let's have the government do it. But somebody's got to give health insurance. Otherwise, you've got people showing up on the door of an ER and needing you know, a, a prescription for penicillin because they got the sniffles. I did not think that this episode of Your Week, Your News would break down into a discussion on socialized medicine. <laughs> I was not well, prepared. This is not on the sheet, Chris. Well, I'm sorry, but it's one or the other. I mean, either businesses need to, to give employers access or the government needs to give people access. But somehow we got to give people access to health care. We're just bankrupting ourselves as a society. It is expensive. I have a 25-year-old. Sorry, 25. Where was I thinking? I don't She's 21. She's going to be 22. How did huh. I get 25? Oh, because I've been married for 25 years. Oh, yeah, anyway, yeah. so I've got a 21-year-old daughter. You know, she's under our insurance, but she had to go to an out of network place to get a test because she's away at school Mm. and she just had to get a test. We got the bill in the mail is two hundred and fifty dollars for 15 minutes. That's the man. I wish I could bill that. Yeah, I wish I could bill a thousand dollars an hour. What was the charge to the insurance company? Ah, something like five, six hundred bucks. Yeah. 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 So, you know, you know, it's crazy if there were no insurance company, you know what that bill would be? Probably $150 Probably. straight with, right. no, with no charge to anybody. Right. Because the health insurance companies have driven up the cost and created these middlemen situations. So we sorry. could we so could, box. Seriously, we could do a whole episode we on could. that. We could. Yeah. We could. Get, get my dander up. <laughs> <laughs> his, his t- you can see this. Dude. You're getting yeah. red. That's my danders. My danders are all up. <laughs> but anyway, um, so what ended up happening was, I guess they heard from enough people who were outraged by this proposal. The phone's ringing. That, and he's that, like, uh-oh. That, that uh, Commissioner Knight uh, withdrew the proposal before the voting meeting. So it never went to a vote. Gotcha. But he has said that he wants to pull it back and talk about health insurance for part-time employees. Ooh. Well, that so could be a win. This could turn into a very you know good thing for the part-time employees of Montgomery County. If um if it transitions into restoring their health insurance benefits, besides the fact that I'm I'm, I'm severely unqualified, another reason why I'd never want to be a county commissioner because imagine mm. your your county commissioner Jason Knight, right? Mm. You just took a sweet picture of Saturn and now you got to go to a meeting, <laughs> right? And so you go to the meeting, you're like, you know what? I think it'd be a great idea 
to give full-time health benefits to part-time employees to county commissioners. Mm-hmm. This would be a great way to encourage more people to run for office. Right. You need to bring that up. Clarksville mm-hmm. now does a story. Clickety, clickety, click. Enter. All of a sudden, your phone starts ringing. Mm-hmm. And it's numbers you don't recognize. And you pick it up, and it's, <laughs> I can't believe you. You know, your phone, you just stop answering the phone at that point. Yeah. And then at some point, after you just took a sweet picture of Jupiter, you, you go, <laughs> remember that thing I, I proposed? We're going to go ahead and forget I ever said that. Yeah. But, I mean, this is the cool way the government works. Mm-hmm. Here's democracy in yep. action. That was a, a maybe a bad look, bad optics. He, he got his uh, phone blown up maybe yep. by, you know, by people who are upset about it. And guess what? It might turn into, hey, wait a minute. Why don't the county employees have part, part-time employees have health mm-hmm. insurance? Yeah. Look so at that. Maybe something will change. All right. All right. So that was an interesting little uh, uh, kerfuffle. Ker- kerfuffle. It started on a kerfuffle. Yeah. And I really hope that someone uses the term sweet moco bennies when it sweet comes. Sweet moco bennies. <laughs> that would be great for a headline. You know, sweet moco bennies. <laughs> Yeah, M O C O B E N N I E S. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. Wait, yes, please, please uh, introduce the Sweet Moco Bennies for Part-Time Employees Act. Yeah, yeah. There you go, there Commissioner you go. Knight. Yeah. That's my that's my, uh, <laughs> my my goal for you for the rest right. of the term. So, right. Ryan, yes. Um, where did you put your uh, M4 after you uh, retired from the Army? Well, first of all, I didn't retire from the Army, and I don't want you anyone thinking You didn't retire from did. the Army? No, I don't want someone yelling stolen valor. I didn't even know what an M4 was. I, <laughs> well, here's the thing. There are 10,000 Montgomery County residents who are veterans just like rolled over on their beds, like saying... I never I pretended to be a gun expert. Yeah, I'm not yeah, walking like, around not, in camo making people call me is. Colonel Pluckelman. I thought they used M16s. Well, apparently, mm. the M16 hasn't been used since Vietnam, uh-huh. and they replaced it with an M4, which is a smaller version of the M16. They look virtually identical yeah. to the untrained eye, Yeah, and I am I the untrained eye. Right, right. <laughs> this is going to be so much fun, folks. This is going to be a segment where two people who know nothing about guns are going to be talking about guns. Yeah. I'm excited for yeah. this. But the M4... Speaking of phones ringing off the hook, every veteran be great. Yeah. Listen, I got, I'm not saying I want to... I, I love guns. I think they're great. Everybody should have one, but I just don't know anything about them. Yeah. Um, I did know that uh, sometimes M4s are given as gifts. Some really? people, yeah, it's a big thing to put oh. together an M4 and, and give it as a gift. So who the, would you give an M4? Like, as you know, a, I wouldn't give a child. You? No, you don't give it as a child. <laughs> a friend of mine was just uh, uh, was just moved to uh, Command Sergeant Major of the Fifth Special Forces Group, oh, cool. and so as a thank you gift, I got him a bottle of whiskey. Mm-hmm. You didn't um, get him an M4. I don't even know where to buy one. Yeah. I'm afraid if I Google where to buy M4, I get on some watch list. But anyway. Mm-hmm. So, but some of his friends got together and put together an, an, a kind of a neat little M4 thing. Yeah, yeah. So, does each one give him like a piece of the gun? It's yeah, it's like Voltron. You got to put it all together, <laughs> and then it makes makes an M4. Yeah, but yeah, no, so cool. so that has been the rifle mm-hmm. um, that that the armed forces have been using for decades. Yeah, for, for really, but yeah. but now um, the uh, soldiers of Fort Campbell were among the first to test. The new uh, rifle. Tell everyone what this rifle. is called, Chris. It's called the Sig Sar XM7 rifle. I'm not sure that's correct. You think it's not Sig Sar? I think it might be Sour. Sour? I think it might be Sour. It's not spelled Sour. It it's looks Sar. Say it sar, real fast. Sar, Just sar, say it real sar, fast. Sar, sar. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a six hour. Just six say it real fast. Sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. XM, we'll just call it the XM7. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the uh, XM250 um, automatic rifle. Oh, thank God the XM250 was put in there as well. I thought it was just yeah. the XM7. Uh, okay. To replace the M4 and the M4A1 carbine rifle. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. No, no, no. I'm sorry. The XM7 replaces the M4, M4A1. The XM250 replaces the M249 squad automatic weapon. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to forget about that squad automatic weapon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, the um, so it's 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 basically a high-tech major upgrade. Um, it's got computer-assisted sites and all kinds of yeah. uh, stuff, rig- rigmarole, yeah. all kinds of stuff. Uh, you know, to basically improve its lethality. They're snazzy. One of the uh, cool things about it, though, is that they're changing the uh, ammo from a 5.56 millimeter ammo to a 6.8 millimeter ammo. Which I guess is more, has better stopping power. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, the you say, uh, oh, yeah, like, you well, know, I, I know the difference between <laughs> 5.56 millimeters and 6.8 millimeters. I know that. Okay. Um, the, uh, but I hadn't thought of it this way, though. Um, it's also a wind resistance issue. If you've got a more powerful, a bigger bullet, basically with more firepower behind yeah. it, you don't have to worry about the wind as much. So that's a big can, concern. And, and the distance. So like basically it's going to shoot straighter, yeah. um, less arc and less wind problems with a more powerful bullet. Did you get that on a press release from Fort Campbell? Are you making I that did. up? No, no, that was on the press okay, release from Fort okay. Campbell. Yeah. All right. So, um, so yeah, it's a it's a pretty awesome change and um, and a pretty dramatic change for people who are used to these weapons. Yeah, I'm just gonna provide a little learning curve to get that taken mm-hmm. care of, but that's yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, that they're changing that. Yeah, after all these years, and change is always hard. Mm-hmm. You know, you get used to one thing and they hand you something else. Yeah. Uh, one person commented on the article on, I think it was, I don't know if it was on Facebook or on Twitter, but uh, saying, hey, Marines, get ready for uh, a whole bucket load of used M4s. Oh, because they, they get the Army's leftovers. <laughs> I guess basically. they get the Army's leftovers. What they were saying, yeah. what I thought was interesting about that article was, you know, they're showing, you know, the the differences and the size and all that stuff. Um, the, the cover photo that you used, numerous people pointed out that there was no magazine in that rifle. You know, I'm not sure what's going on there. And I don't know. Did you not stop and say, sir, 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 hey, Chris Smith from from the Parksville now. (laughs) I'm going to snap your photo here real quick. Why isn't there a magazine in that there firearm? I I did not take the photo. So I don't know. This is an Army news release with Army provided photos. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it didn't occur to me, but of course I'm not a gun guy, but I did notice the the conversation. There's a lot of people who were kind of torn up about that. So I don't know. Maybe the magazine is smaller. Maybe it doesn't use a magazine. No, I think it does. Maybe it's got a space one, for one. Maybe they just put one bullet uh, That's in, what I'm thinking. Or maybe they just wanted them to pose with well, it. Well, I think what I, happened I was, the I think the picture that was taken was of a, I believe, a full bird colonel doing it. And so I'm sure colonel just wanted to check it. And so mm-hmm. they put one round in there and, and then he fired it. But the most important thing, the coolest thing that I found in the article was, mm-hmm. you quote a woman. Her name is Bridget Sitter. And Bridget is the communications director for the Lethality Cross-Functional Team. The mm. Lethality Cross-Functional Team. Yeah. That's a cool business card. Yeah. I am in the Soldier Lethality Cross-Functional Team. Yeah. Team. That's awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah. When are we going to see these distributed? Is this something that's still years away? Is this something that they're just kind of like, hey, listen, Fort Campbell, this is something you're probably going to see in four or five years, but we just wanted to give you a chance to kind of work with these and check these bad boys out. Um, let's see. Oh, I'm trying to find it. This moment it of Chris searching for information <laughs> is brought to you by Ryan Google. asking me questions that yeah. I can't answer off the top of my head. 
You could um, use Google. They're like right here. It's, it doesn't say. Okay, but it's it, coming it, soon. Yeah, it'll be coming soon. Coming soon to a Fort Campbell near Fort you. Fort Campbell near you. All right. A brand new rifle. So, um, other thing happened this week. Uh, we got a tip that there were a bunch of voting fraud arrests. Yeah. Which, you know, yeah. amid all this news about, you know, uh, stolen election and, right. you know, voting, you know, um, we need to protect voting and all this stuff. I don't know that I've ever, I mean, I've been reporting news here since 1999. I don't ever remember seeing arrests for voting fraud. Now, maybe they just went under the radar. Maybe, yeah. Um, but yeah, apparently um, the Election Commission, they regularly review um, voting lists and uh, voting records for any, you know, discrepancies or abnormalities. And they came across about two dozen um, people who had illegally registered to vote, uh, mostly because they had felon mm-hmm. uh, felony records. Yeah. And you lose your voting rights when you have a felony record. Right. So they handed over, as they're supposed to do, they handed over the list to the district attorney and the DA um, decided to pursue charges against about 20 of them um, and uh, handed them up to the grand jury. The grand jury looked into it. And decide, and now I don't know exactly how many names they started with, but they issued about 20 indictments. Um, really? Basically formally charging uh, about 20 people with illegally registering to vote. Now, these people didn't get a chance to vote yet. So right. they didn't vote illegally. Right. They Nobody just tried to register. illegally. This is about registration. Nothing says, I did not read the article better. <laughs> Then leaving a comment on ClarksvilleNow.com's Facebook page, it says, I thought they said there was no voter fraud. Looks like the election was stolen. To realize that these people didn't vote. Right. They registered illegally, didn't get a chance to vote yet, and were caught before they could vote. Right. Because guess what? The system works. Yes. So this I would, if, if I would have post something like that, and then I'd go and read the story and go like, oh, I would delete my comment. Yeah, yeah. I am blown away by the number of people mm-hmm. who post things on social media that make it clear to everyone they don't know what they're talking about <laughs> or they didn't read the very thing they're commenting yeah, on. Yeah. And then... When someone posts something saying, hey, you didn't read the story. Here's what it's about. They just dig in. Yeah. They don't just, you know, you can delete stuff, right? Yeah. You can delete that comment and everybody will forget that you obviously didn't read the story. Here's another thing you can do. You can say, oh, my bad. Sorry, I was wrong. Because I say those words almost every day. (laughs) <laughs> That's why Chris has been happily married for 30 years. Yeah, yeah He knows exactly. how to say he's exactly, wrong. Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, so these, um, these indictments came down. And, you know, the grand jury doesn't just, they don't just do things because people, they think maybe, oh, somebody did that by accident. Right, right. Maybe they didn't yeah. know, whatever. I mean, if they issue an indictment, that's because they think that somebody actually was trying to do something wrong. Right, you know? right. So, or they did something that they shouldn't have been doing. So, um, so yeah, it's going to be pursued in the courts with each of these people. They've been... Um, Many of them have already been arrested. And there will be more arrests coming. Um, but yeah, um, so it'll work its way through the courts. So if they're found guilty, if you're found guilty of voter fraud, you're registering and you shouldn't be registered. You're illegally registered. Um, I'm going to give you time to Google this. Start Googling now. What is What are they looking at? If they're found guilty in a court of law in Montgomery County for voter fraud, I saw a $1,000 fine, which doesn't seem quite like enough. That's like a big speeding ticket is what that is. Yeah, it's a class D felony. Mm-hmm. And um, according to law, voting fraud is punishable by a fine of up to $1,000. That's it? 
Yeah, no I, mean, you're not gonna, you're, I don't think you're going to go to right, jail have a bunch of people registering the, to vote. In the Moco slammer? Yeah, and it raises the question, though. I mean, a lot, I, I don't know what happened in, in each of these cases. I don't think anybody was trying to rig an election. Here. Right. It's 20 people. Um, but they probably didn't realize, my guess, yeah. that their voting rights had been taken away probably, because they were convicted yeah. of a crime. Um, so my guess is they'll probably, the judge will say, hey, don't do that again and yeah. send them home. You know, hey. because the, these, and the other, why people don't understand, one of the reasons people don't understand that their voting right may have been taken away is because it doesn't make any sense right. to take away the voting rights of somebody just because they've been convicted of a crime. I mean, to me, that dates back to Jim Crow laws, where the more people that you can arrest that you don't like, get an arrest on the record. That way, you're disenfranchising them from their vote. Right. You know. But uh, yeah, that's another soapbox. That's another. That's another podcast. Man, we can just do five <laughs> podcasts from Chris getting worked up over there. Let's get a kerfuffle it. with his, with his red face getting all worked up. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Next topic. All right. New Providence indoor pool. Yeah, they put do the dome what, on there. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. You're thinking to yourself, we have an indoor pool in Montgomery County. Yes. The new Providence pool, they've got this inflatable dome mm-hmm. that they put over it. Very similar to the old pumpkin that they used to inflate yes. right by the Wilma Rudolph uh, Mall there, uh, by the Governor's Square Mall. They used to sell Halloween costumes for big discounts. Remember that? Who remembers the big pumpkin? I remember the big pumpkin. I remember the first two years it was orange, and then I remember the sun faded it so bad the remaining years before it popped was white. Mm. It was a gourd. It went from a giant pumpkin to a gourd. And but they had something similar. Now there's one behind uh, Olive Garden. The, it's a, is the spirit? Is Halloween? it inflatable? I believe so. A giant inflatable pumpkin? No, it's not a pumpkin. What is it then? It's just like a dome. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe but anyway, so they have very similar thing. It didn't look like a pumpkin, but it's just a big white inflatable. And I wonder dome. if it's the same technology. I would think so. Hmm. I would think that the the inflating circular, be it dome or pumpkin uh, technology, is probably pretty the same. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they had this big inflatable dome over the new Providence pool, and you yeah. could go swimming in the winter. And they had great events and all that stuff. Yeah. And um, the uh, but back in oh gosh, I think it was March. Mm-hmm. There was a major windstorm on March third. And that dome got pretty well ripped up. Popped. Yeah. The dome got popped. Dome got popped. And there's photos that show like basically the, you know, the fence even around it was like damaged. Yeah. It got really uh, torn up bad. So the, um, you know, everybody was expecting that they would have it fixed and, you know, ready to replace. Yeah. And to put it back up in, you know, in October when it normally opens. But apparently things didn't happen as soon as they expected, uh, they being the city. And so there will be no indoor pool this winter um, because the dome isn't, they don't have a dome to put back on the pool. There's not enough duct tape to seal those holes. The warranty <laughs> ran out. So they just can't call the inflatable dome company and be like, listen, I don't even care if it's a pumpkin. Can you send us something to put yeah, over yeah. this? Maybe turn into a spirit Halloween <laughs> right, indoor right. pool. You can buy some, uh, some witch costumes and some sexy nurse outfits. <laughs> on the and pool go deck, swimming on the pool deck <laughs> in between your swim lessons. But apparently the city has been anticipating some money from insurance or FEMA mm, to yeah. pay for the new dome and it hasn't come through, you know, so for whether they should have anticipated that and rushed things along. We're not swimming indoors this year, folks. Yeah, we're not swimming indoors this year, I which know. is a shame because a lot of people rely on that, you know. Yeah, but there's going to find something else. Yeah, well, for the year. yeah, but it's going to be expensive. I mean, the well, where else can you go indoor swimming in Clarksville? I mean, there's the YMCA's, right. but yeah. you've got to you know do a membership yeah. and all that business. 
the I guess APSU has an indoor pool, but mm-hmm. uh, you know I don't know what the costs are involved with that. So I know like my uh, my son when he uh, was getting ready for um, leg surgery uh, when would go to the new Providence indoor pool like every day for like two months, um, getting you know in shape. Yeah, in anticipation that he was going to end up in a wheelchair for you know a few weeks, several weeks after yeah. the surgery. And um, so it was a real benefit to, to him. It was real cheap. I you know, get two bucks. Yeah, it was wasn't yeah. expensive at all. But yeah, we're just to wait till next season. Yeah, yeah. So you're gonna have to you're gonna have to swim in your neighbor's pool. The water's <laughs> gonna be a little cold. A polar plunge. Right, right. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So prepare yourself for that. Yeah. Um, and next up, we have the designs unveiled for the Clarksville Performing Arts Center. These look amazing. They really do. Um, the, you can go to ClarksvilleNow.com and see the renderings for basically what's going to replace the Roxy. If you think of the Roxy right now, and let's, you're, you're just imagine, folks, you're looking at the Roxy. You're looking at the marquee there. Uh, the design is going out of its way to preserve that original marquee and mm-hmm. then expand. So you think about that big hole that's a parking lot. Mm-hmm. That's gone, and all of a sudden that's all space that they're going to use for the Performing Arts Center, but they're going to maintain the original marquee mm-hmm. of the Roxy. It looks really sharp. I yeah. don't know who designed that. Uh, Kudos um, to you, sir or madam. It was uh, beautiful. Sure, yeah, Brad Martin with a Lyle Cook. Oh, Martin Brad, what's yeah. up? Nice yeah. work, Brad. Appreciate yeah. what you're doing. That looks it looks amazing. And what a what a beautiful addition that would be to downtown Clarksville. Mm-hmm. You know, Franklin Street's already got a lot of charm to it. And anytime mm-hmm. you, you do something like this, when you plan a project to take a historic building, and the Roxy has just so much history behind it. When I mean, you think about, was it 1992, three or four, early 90s, uh, Cheryl Crow, who nobody knew at the time, mm-hmm. had this song. She filmed a video for this song in front of the Roxy. Becomes one of the biggest songs of her career. Music videos played a million times. Of course, I'm talking about All I Want to Do. That iconic music video from the 90s filmed in front of the Roxy. So much Franklin Street scenery in that as well. Nobody would know that, but if you watch the video now and it's on YouTube, you go like, oh my God, that is the Roxy. I've never seen that video. You've never seen it? No, I mean, How I know you the call song. yourself a Clarksvillian and you haven't seen that video? Now. It just, it didn't, it just, I didn't realize that was the song. I knew she recorded a video um, in Clarksville, but I didn't know what you just said. We're going to watch it when we're done recording here. Yeah. Next thing you're going to be like, I don't even know who Wilma Rudolph is. How can you call yourself a Clarksville and you've Come not on. seen the All I Want to Do video? <laughs> you should be ashamed well, of yourself. before I moved here. That, that doesn't not 90s. an excuse. People listen to the abuse I have to take. Yeah, it's I terrible. Know. I know. That's going to be the new citizenship <laughs> test for Montgomery <laughs> County. Have you seen the All I Want to Do video from, from Cheryl Crow? But no, but so there's so much history and the yeah. legacy with that theater. And so the danger is you knock something down, right? Mm-hmm. And you replace it with something else. Will that design fit in with the rest of Franklin Street? Right. Will it stick out like a sore thumb or will it add to what we already have downtown? And, and looking at the designs, if it ends up looking that way, unless they do like, well, we're running out of money. Just put some stuff on there. Yeah. Um, if it ends up looking like the pictures, it is going to be a beautiful addition yeah. to downtown. Well, the, um, the, this isn't the first iteration of, of designs yeah. for that space. The, I remember back when John and Tom were still there. Um, this would have been in the uh, late, no, um, in the aughts, I guess. Mid-2010s. The, um, uh, there were other designs yeah. that were basically glass box designs. Right. It was beautiful. I right. like that look, yeah. but it was definitely not in keeping with the design of the rest of downtown. It would have stuck out. It would, 
and, and they also were, would have unnecessarily been destroying what's a really cool facade. Right. And then so the lobby and not, we'll, not just the facade, but the lobby as well. From what I've heard, the Roxy's already making plans to perform other places while it's being mm-hmm. constructed. And from what I understand as well, just to chat, chat with folks in the Roxy that they're going to be keeping a lot of that foyer as well. Yeah. So yeah. it's going to be, it's not going to be a, just remove the front part, put it somewhere, we're building a new building, slap the old front on there and then you're good to go. They're going to be preserving some of that legendary iconic yeah, yeah. Uh, foyer. Now I also have good news. They're not going to be preserving the bathrooms. They're going to be updating those. Have you, have you been in? Oh God, yes. Yeah, the, the shoulder to shoulder. Yes, uh, yes. Back to back urinals. This is what Clarksville has been screaming for for the longest time. Can't we get better bathrooms nothing, in the Roxy? Because nothing is better than standing at a urinal with another man shoulder to shoulder as you're each facing like ninety right. degrees from each other. Like, hey, what's up? <laughs> it's the weirdest angle ever. Yeah. Where, you, where it's kind of that deal where. When you go, when you have to use the restroom at the Roxy and you see someone else is in there, I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to wait. I'm just going <laughs> to wait. Just wait. Hold out. I can hold it for a yep. lot longer. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is not an emergency. Yeah. I'm just going to wait. Yeah. So they're going to um, basically get rid of the, the bathrooms on each side, convert those into other spaces, and then have actual, you know, full-size bathrooms, other spaces inside the facility. There's talk, too, about, about kind of renovating and bringing back the original ticket window. Mm-hmm. Um, as well, because oh, I know I where you That's pick up cool. tickets now is really not where the original ticket window was. Yeah, it would have been a movie theater standard, right. like 1940s Batman, uh, you know, ticket window type thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, three Stooges. And right. Everywhere, yeah. So there's talk of bringing that back, because it's still there. Yeah. It's just so been painted fun. over, and it's, it's, it's something else now, but yeah. how neat would it be? I think this is a, another wonderful addition to downtown. Mm-hmm. When you think about what downtown Clarksville will look like in three years. Of course, we got the F&M Bank Arena. We'll have the, the new hotel downtown. We'll have that retail space mm-hmm. um, behind the hotel there. We're going to have Riverview the... Square. Yeah, Riverview Square. Having the Performing Arts Center, mm-hmm. uh, the, the baseball diamond mm-hmm. um, on the way to downtown. It really, like, we've seen so much growth, but there's so much more on the way. Yeah, yeah. And it's cool stuff, too. I mean, it's... And the other thing is, you know, if you're worried about parking with this... They are literally in the process right now of building a parking garage directly behind the Roxy. So the parking garage will be built for like a year or two before they start construction on the performing arts center. What do they say that's all going to start? And and because I know Um, sometimes you get pictures and it's like, yeah, we'd hope to have this built by 2037. (laughs) You're like, well, great. I'll I'll never see it. Highway 374. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Pitt said at a, at a meeting about their presentation about this, that, um, they're going to bring the financing plan to the city council, uh, this spring yeah. and expect to have a financing package in place. Um, at the time the design work is continuing and final. So building out the project late next summer and starting construction about this time next year. Okay. Yeah. So start, starting to see that and then. I think yeah. the Roxy's got plans in place to perform other places yeah. for a year or so. So this is going to have be. a th- 486 seat main stage um, with a balcony that'll hold 157 okay. uh, seats. So 500 seats. All well, together. no, uh, um, total 486. 157 oh, of those okay. are going to okay. be in the balcony. Yeah. Why don't you um, just say that originally? Well, fine. Um, <laughs> And then on the third floor, they're going to have the uh, other space black box theater, just like they have now, yeah. except it's going to be bigger, 166 seats. 
um, with a thrust stage, which is a stage that's like surrounded on three gotcha. sides with seats. Oh, yeah. That'll so, be yeah, really that'll sharp. Be, that'll be cool. Um, what other space will they have there? Other for so, options for like, things? I think two or three pre-function halls, they're mm-hmm. calling. Basically large spaces where you can have events. You can have you know people gathering before um, you know the actual thing, but you could also have like there's going to be a rooftop on the second floor, a rooftop um, area where you can have receptions and events and can things. Can you imagine doing a wedding? That Wouldn't would be that be great? Really nice. Yeah, that'd be cool. And plus, a whole lot more room for storage. Anybody who's performed at the at the Roxy knows that what you see when you're looking at the Roxy stage, that's about it. Yeah, there's like a small hallway behind right, right. that backdrop. Yeah. So this would have a huge area backstage, mm-hmm. a literal backstage area where you could have um, you know people gathering and have set pieces and you know all that yeah. kind of stuff. Good stuff, exciting yeah. stuff. Can't wait to see that. That'll yeah. be when that opens. If it looks like what Brad Martin actually designed, mm-hmm. that's going to be a beautiful addition to downtown. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. All right, now your favorite story on here, I'm sure, Ryan. The Harlem Globetrotters. Ooh, the Harlem Globetrotters. They're coming. Have you seen them? I have. I was a kid. I saw them, in, I think, in Philadelphia when I was real little. So you, when you saw them, it was the Scooby-Doo lineup. Probably. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. It was, because I remember. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Curly was on there. Yeah, yeah. And the rest of them that were on Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Well, Curly is the only one everybody really that's, remembers. That's the truth. Yeah, that's, the yeah truth. that's right. It was that same lineup. Yeah, yeah. folks. And you, you know who they played? The Washington Generals. The Washington Generals. They've been playing the Washington Generals for years. It's so exciting that they keep having that rematch. They've lost twice, by the way. They've lost <laughs> twice in 50 years. Are you sure? I mean, did yeah. you actually look that up? Yeah, they lost twice in 50 years, wow. and it was because I think some interference with the Scooby-Doo mystery machine or something, like they were late, oh. to, the, late to the game because Scoob got lost. And they're solving mysteries, right. probably. <laughs> that, like, think about that for a second, right? Yeah. What other basketball team mm-hmm. appeared in multiple episodes of Scooby-Doo. The Washington Generals? No, because they were never on there. It was really? Gen- no, they never brought up the Generals. That's a ripoff. No, they just brought the Harlem Globetrotters were spinning basketballs yeah. and, 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 and fighting ghosts mm. on Scooby-Doo. It's a lot of fun to watch, and yeah. it's, it's something that the kids will get a kick out of. Mm-hmm. They're really, really fantastic entertainers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's going to be a lot of fun. The um and and it's it's neat because you keep I keep thinking, well, here's the first thing of this at the arena. Here's the first thing of this yeah. at the arena. And you know, it didn't occur to me. Oh, when's the first Harlem Globetrotters thing? Because right. that's a natch for yeah. an event. You know, space like that. Um, yeah. yeah. So they're coming to the F and M Bank Arena. January nineteenth is when they will be there. Mm-hmm. Um, tickets go on sale. Get some tickets. They're reasonably priced. It's fun for the whole family. If you got little kids, they'll dig it. Mm-hmm. You got older kids, they'll dig it. It's a fun date night. I will give you some a little spoiler alert here. Uh-oh. I don't want to ruin the Harlem Globetrotter show for anybody, but mm-hmm. they've been doing this same trick. So when I saw them when I was a kid, and then when I saw them when I took the kids to go see the Harlem Globetrotters. I saw them when I was a kid. My parents took me to go see them. Mm-hmm. Much like, I did not see the Scooby Doo lineup though. I saw a different lineup. I was well, I was looking for Curly, but he yeah, did not come yeah. to the, the one that I went to. But they do this thing where they make you believe that they have a bucket full of water. Now, you can't tell people what it really is. Well, I thought, yeah, I can. Why? This forces them to change the, the trick. That's got to be a surprise. First of all, they're going to win. I'll tell you that. I'm a spoiler alert. They're going to win. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, so they, they have a bucket which they'll lead you to believe is full of water. And what is it really? It's confetti. It, they're not going to throw water on people. It's not blood? 
No, it's not blood. Why would you think it'd be that? Well, that'd be horrific. That would be horrific. That's it's not a Halloween show. <laughs> no, it's why they, they they make you think that you're gonna you know they're gonna douse you in water. Yeah, it's just confetti and everybody yeah. laughs. Yeah. Um, our very own morning guy here in, so, in uh, Kyle King, who's yeah. on Q108. He was when he was a kid. The Harlem Globetrotters taught him how to spin a basketball on his finger, ah. and he still knows how to do it to this day. Wow! Yeah, oh, that's cool. It's a lot of fun. So teach, teaching soft skills. <laughs> <laughs> you can use that someday, <laughs> son. Someday you're going to be asked to show off a useless skill, and you can spin a basketball on your finger, yeah. and you'll be ready to go. That's right. I will say the FNM Bank Arena's um, basketball court. I've seen it because uh-huh. I, I got a sneak peek when they announced court, uh, Coach Gibson for the yeah. Govs, and that's a cool place to play basketball. Yeah, yeah. that court is fantastic. That scoreboard is cool. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be really cool. So I guess they'll leave it with the Govs branding when other so. people play there. I hadn't really thought about that. Yeah, like do they? Have the opportunity to change it up? They may. They, I, I, it costs a lot of money. They don't need so to do. When they did the three ice thing, didn't they have a three ice? Yeah, but that just goes into the... It's different. I mean, you're not changing out the wood floor. Yeah. yeah. So you could do it for ice, but you can't do it... Yeah. Or I guess wood. But you I mean, could, but it just costs a lot of money. Yeah. I think they need to leave it on, and I want to see the Globetrotters do a stash point showdown because they got the big mustache at half court okay like can you make a shot inside the stash is that a thing it should be well i think you just invented it exactly stash point harlem globetrotters a stash point is worth four points a stash point is worth four points all right so we'll see if that catches on and we'll catch you next time on another episode of Your Week, Your News, where Chris will make up words like kerfuffle <laughs> and rigmarole. And rigmarole. And we'll break down the biggest stories in Clarksville uh, for that week from ClarksvilleNow.com. Till next time, thanks for listening, everybody.